Hi, welcome into Running Mouths with Congenital Heart Disease. I'm your host, Josh. This is episode 14, and this is the final episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in. So, um, I went up and I raced the race of 100 kilometers, which is 62.2, uh, I believe, uh, miles. Um, I completed it, not in the time that I wanted to. Um, the time I was expecting to complete this race was, um, I guess, somewhere around 14 hours, um, which would have put me at about 13 um, miles. 13 minutes a mile is what I was thinking, you know. Um, but um, I had to walk um, a lot of the race because my knees were hurting. Um, they just wouldn't go, you know. Every time I tried to to run, I couldn't. I couldn't run. My knees just they were they were hurting too bad. And um, obviously, I still had the um, the bruise on the top of my foot on both feet. Um, but my feet, um, I don't think they were too much of a problem. Uh, it was basically my knees, man. They just, they couldn't, couldn't go. And it's crazy because it would have been like the perfect race if I was able to, to run at least. Because it didn't rain until like 5 o'clock. Or 5.30. Which would have been the 10 hour mark. So if I was just a little bit faster. And I didn't walk. You know I would have. This would have been like the perfect race. Because I mean it was a, a pretty nice temperature. It was 55. But on race day. The 55 did not feel like 55. Um, it definitely felt more like 60 degrees. So I definitely overpacked and I had a lot of winter gear um, and I didn't need any of that stuff you know I didn't even need a jacket um, so I didn't even wear a jacket um, but uh, I would say that um, I did need my rain jacket because it did start to rain um, in the race at, like I said um, in the 10th hour there and, um, I did not need the waterproof socks. You know, I tried to put them on mile marker, um, 53. I tried to switch my socks. You know, they were, they were definitely wet. Um, but when I switched them, it just felt, it just felt off. My feet didn't feel nice with them on. Um, because they weren't really compression socks. They were just like waterproof socks. And I started to walk a little bit in them. And it just kind of hurt a little bit. So I switched back to my, my socks that were a little bit wet. I guess I could have, you know, I did have an extra pair of socks. Just my regular running socks. And um, I could have just put those on. Which I probably should have. I mean, I don't think it would have made a difference, right? 
So, um, I went ahead and just put on um, my wet socks that I've been wearing the whole time. And I could have switched out my shoes, but I just kept the shoes that I had on. Um, and it was crazy because it was um, really dark and um, it was foggy and it was rainy. And But the temperature stayed the same, so it was still 55 degrees. So, um, it was actually, you could see better if you turned your light off. Because when you turned your light on, you had your headlamp on, you could just see... You couldn't see in front of you. You couldn't see beside you. Um, it was just foggy. So when you had your light on, made it worse. If you had your light off, um, that would have been a lot better. Um, I was kind of like by myself in the wilderness. It was definitely really scary in a sense that, you know, you're up in Virginia and you have no idea if there's like wolves or whatever coyotes or something like you just feel like you're gonna get eaten or something because you can't see anything you got your headphones in <laughs> so you can't hear anything you can't see anything you just know that you got to stay on this path right so you're just going and going and going anyways um i think i would do some things different um with my training so Man, I don't know how many weeks it was. I should count that. But I feel like it was a lot of weeks of draining. And, um... Um, trying to calculate. Like, I, I think I did, like, six marathons. One ultra. In my training for this thing. And I feel like I definitely did too much. So... When, I guess season three, when I do uh, this again, um, which would be next year. So you guys going to have to wait some time there. Um, <clears throat> I would say that I definitely overtrained. You know, my training could have been, you know, maybe 19 weeks or 17 weeks. Um, so... I definitely feel like I did a lot of training. Um, and kind of shot my knees, man. It was it was more about the knees, but it was also about um, just trying to stay healthy. You know, I really messed up on the last week, I think. You know, I should have done the 15. But, um, I don't know. I guess I know what I was thinking. I just did. You know, like I said, I did 27 the the Saturday before the race, and that was that was pretty stupid. You know, I definitely should have done less miles. And I had um, fresher legs, and maybe I wouldn't have been um, so sore. So um, definitely uh, try to do that. Um, but when I run this again, not this race, obviously. Um, I don't know. I felt like it was the same scenery over and over again. Um, for half the race. <laughs> the other half, I couldn't see anything. So, it was, um... 
but um, I definitely do a different ultra, I think, um, in a sense that hopefully um, better scenery. Um, so, yeah, I definitely overtrained. Um, it went on for a long time, the training, and it kind of felt like, you know, running wasn't fun anymore. It was just so exhausting, I think, dealing with all the injuries and all the ice and the hot water, and it was just overwhelming, I think. And I don't know. So I think next time we are going to just do like, I think um, maybe 13 weeks or maybe 14 weeks, maybe 12 weeks. Because um, my best marathon was the first one, which I, I did in like five hours, right? So um, it was my fastest time and I did it in nine weeks. So I'm thinking like maybe 12 weeks um, after that, do one more you know, go up to like 30 miles and then the week after that do 15 miles and then race your ultra. Um, that's what, and hopefully you don't have any injuries and you, you're feeling great. So maybe a 12-week a program to do an ultra. Maybe that's what um, we can do um, in season three and Hopefully we can get a better time for sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely would do it again um, differently. Would you change the food that I eat? Let's see. Um, good question, guys. Let's see. The food. Uh, you know, I think I would add our experiment with um, some syrup or some honey. You know, they got a lot of sugar in those things and think it might keep me going. So I think I would experiment with that. Um, I'd experiment with um, honey and I'm going to experiment with um, syrup. You know, natural, natural sugar. So I think that might um, help with... Um, some energy. What I would say is that in the race, I never really had a problem well, with food really, and I screwed up because I didn't eat my peanuts. Um, you know, I ended up eating what they had, which was like hamburgers and pizza, which was pretty bad because I hadn't been eating cheese, and then there I go eating some pizza. Um, so... But I never really had any stomach problems. Um, and I was never really that hungry. Um, and I never really had any cramps. You know, even though I was pretty dehydrated because the race called for uh, you to bring your own cup. And I didn't bring a cup because I didn't read that in the, the pamphlet, I guess. Um, which I have my own running cup. That I always used to fill up at water fountains and stuff. Um, which would have been nice to have because then you know how much water you're drinking. Right? 
So, but I would have to just bend down under the water cooler and drink the water that they had at the aid stations. And then one aid station closed because I took too long. So I went eight minutes without water. Then I went eight, I, I said eight minutes. I went eight miles without water. I went eight miles without water. And then there was a section I went 15 miles with no water. So it was, you would think that that would really dehydrate you, but I didn't, I don't think I was dehydrated um, too much. So that wasn't my problem. I guess because it was really cool out there and I didn't overdress. So I was, I was just perfect, kind of, in a sense. I wasn't too hot, wasn't too cold. Um, so I'm sure that I would have been really dehydrated if it was like 80 degrees outside or something, right? So definitely you want to read the fine print um, with the races to, you know, if you're doing an ultra to bring a water cup, if you're not bringing a water pack or something, but I'm sure most of you guys are bringing a water pack with you. So hopefully you don't have to worry about that. So I would say, um, anybody listening to this, um, I appreciate you listening to this. Definitely, um, think I overtrained. So hopefully if you try to run an ultra, I would just say less is more and um, wherever you are in your training, whether you're doing a 5k, 10k, um, a half marathon, marathon or ultra, which is once again, an ultra is anything past 26.2 or 0.4, right? Um, I'd say do less training is better. You know, hopefully you can avoid injury and hopefully uh, your legs aren't overtired. So that's what I could say um, would get you the best results, hopefully. Um, and I'm going to put it to the test this season three and we'll see what happens. See if the theory is correct. So, and if you guys do it, you let me know what, what happens with you. So, um, you know, taking the, taking the step to do any race is hard to do. You know, you guys price, I don't know who's listening to this, but if you're set in the ways or, you know, there's some people that just never work out, which it's tough. You know, working out should be kind of like brushing your teeth, you know, in, in my aspect, um, thinking, um, it should be just a, a, maybe like a daily thing that you do. And I get it guys, you know, let's see. Um, all you really need to do is work out 20 minutes a day and you're good, right? But I get it. Okay. Maybe it takes you 20 minutes to get dressed for the workout. Get your, whatever you need to take, like a protein shake or you gotta get focused and let's see you're drinking your drink and you got to get mentally there okay so that takes you 20 minutes then you do a 20 minute workout then after the workout you got to go take a shower right and after the shower 
you know, so the, so then it adds up for an hour. So the 20 minute workout is actually an hour's workout, right? And we not even, we talking about working out at your house, right? We're not even talking about driving somewhere. So even if you drive, <laughs> if you have to uh, get a club membership somewhere, you know, and it could be far away. So you looking at another 10 minutes of a drive, parking, walking to your car. I mean, we could be talking about an hour and a, an hour and like 15 minutes, hour and 30 minutes um, just for a 20 minute workout, which definitely would suck. So then it would be really discouraging for you to even, you know, work out. I get it. I get it. You know, I always try to calculate the time, how long something's going to take, you know. But if you could try to cut that down, you know, on, um, you know, you know, getting dressed, showering, getting focused, you know, try to, before the workout, your protein shakes or whatever you take before, you know, your pre-workout drink or something. Um, if you could try to cut down the time, you know, maybe it's more doable, I would say. But, you know, you kind of want to look at working out, whether it be running or lifting weights or yoga or whatever you do, right? You know, all you really need to do is, um, 20 minutes to 30 minutes and you'd be, you'd be, you get all the benefits, you know? So, um, yeah, I believe it, it, it's just like, you know, it should be just like brushing your teeth. Um, it should be just like taking a shower, you know, your daily, your daily things that you have to do are, you know, that you have to do. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be an option. You just, just should do it, right? And, um, yeah, you know, live healthier. Um, but I know some of you and set in your ways and you're not going to do it. Um, but, um, a lot of benefits if you, if you work out, um, just maybe five times a week. Right? For 20 minutes. If you could somehow figure out that time and and um, make a plan and do it. Okay? Anyways, um, let's go back to running. So, I would say my number one tip um, from this whole podcast for running um, the Ultra would be uh, train less. You know, that's what I would tell myself. Um, and try that, you know, I would turn my ultra into a 12-week a program. Um, just because uh, where I started, um, I think I, I said that I could run, when I started this, about 10, 10 miles uh, when I first started my training. Uh, and it's basically, you know, you want to start your training from wherever you start from, so... If the first day you can only run a half a mile or a mile, you know, you're going to start that and work yourself up maybe um, two miles every week or something. So, um, yeah, but um, I would say less is um, better. That way you try to avoid some um, injury um, and overworking your legs, um, and it's not as time consuming. 
So um, that is the number one tip, I would say. Um, you know, and you definitely want to eat good. And, you know, running is half the battle. You know, you could, you can run all you want, you know. Uh, and then afterwards, go get McDonald's. Go eat that chocolate cake. Go get um, Burger King. Okay? And um, eat that stuff. And you go back out there. And the run's not going to be that pleasant. Because you just... I don't know. Now, you might not gain any weight. But it's going to be hard to lose any weight. But I guess maybe you, you're fit and you don't even need to lose weight. But if you eat pretty good um it's just gonna help you running so it's more enjoyable and um you know you get, hopefully you can get faster unlike me i kind of got slower even eating healthy um but i think overall i i kind of learned um how to eat healthier and you know it's a lot shoot my training was long, so um, definitely did all kinds of stuff, man. I I was eating every vegetable under the sun, and I really didn't feel any benefits. So then I, I kind of turned it down to just um, kale and spinach um, with, like, meat. Um, so I just had, like, a meat salad all the time. In a sense, you know, um, which was pretty good. And um, I don't know, I felt good. So, but I did at one point, I was eating like red pepper, mushroom, carrots, beets, spinach, kale. Um, I know there's some more. I know. Um, what else? Man, I just had like at least like nine different vegetables anyways. Um, and I would eat that. And um, it was definitely time consuming to uh, make that. Um, and then it didn't taste that nice. <clears throat> so, and then I didn't... I didn't feel like I got that many, like I didn't feel different after I ate it, right? So, kind of just discontinued that, that eating in a sense because it was just time consuming and it was, I didn't feel any kind of benefits eating all those vegetables and everything in it. It could be because I, I killed them, you know, in a heating pan. You probably don't get all the, the benefits from them when you when you do that, but, um, yeah, I kind of toned it down to just kale and spinach, um, and then sometimes I would eat broccoli with some chicken, but those were kind of the two, or the three vegetables that I kind of sticked with, um, I would say, um, and then a bunch of protein, it was definitely a protein, um, diet that I, that I had, and, um, 
yeah, I think overall, I think that um, I'm healthier than I ever been, which was which is great, you know, for running this. You know, you definitely you get healthy um, because you want your runs to be easy. So, you know, you definitely eat eat better. Um, so I've learned that, which is a great thing, I think. Um, and I can't see me going back to being how I was now. Um, I think earlier in the podcast, I said that I cut out dairy. Um, and that, um, is good, I guess. But, um, I definitely will eat some cheese, I think, um, because it was really hard not to eat pizza. And it was really hard to eat chicken tacos without cheese. That is nasty. So, definitely going to put some cheese back in my diet. And I think in season three, I will be eating some cheese. I will not cut that out of my diet. I'm going to put it back in. And um, I probably tried to drink some almond milk. Maybe in season three. And like I said, in season three, we will be eating some syrup and some honey. And we'll see how that that works in the, the runs. And um, we are going to try to do another ultra in season three. So we're definitely going to be more prepared, I think. Um... And hopefully this podcast can help you out. Maybe it can help you not overtrain. Hopefully it can help you not get an injury. And um, yeah, hopefully it can help you maybe change some diets or whatever you need to do. I'm sure everybody has their own diets, right? It's all, it's so crazy out there what to eat, what not to eat. Well, everybody's saying something different. You talk to, I'm sure you could talk to like 20 people and they all tell you to eat something different. I'll eat this, eat that, right? So, I mean, what I could say to you, uh, I would say from my own experience that, um, you know, your body, I feel like your body, okay, your metabolism, right, gets used to what you do, okay? It's going to adapt, so if you only eat a thousand calories, then your metabolism is only gonna work. Um, it's gonna it's gonna only work for a thousand calories. So what I'm saying is like, if you just have a thousand calories, right, diet each day, uh, your body is going to only be able to burn those thousand calories each day. So. If one day you have more um, or you have less, then you're going to lose the weight, right? You have to eat like seven, 700 calories to lose weight, right? So think about it. So if you bump your calorie intake to like 4,000 or maybe 3,000, right? Then... Your body gets used to that, right? So then um, you you constantly have 3,000 calories a day, right? But if you bump that down 
right, to like 25, then you're going to lose weight because your your metabolism is already working. Okay, so anyways, what I'm saying is on days that you run, I would eat more. And then days that you don't run or you work out or something, I'd eat less. Whatever your diet is. I don't know what your diet is, right? So, and that's been beneficial to me, I think, uh, you know, because your, your body adapts to whatever you eat and, um, I would say to your metabolism. So, um, you definitely lose weight if you do that. And, um, yeah. Now, I never calculated how much I eat, but I eat a lot, you know. I always have, I have about, um maybe 10 eggs a day, and I have, one, two, three, four, I could have like 10 sausages a day, 10 eggs, 10 sausages, bunch of kale, bunch of spinach, um, so I feel like I eat a lot, at least, but, um, yeah, anywho, uh, let's talk about my heart. Um, my heart never was in any pain um, in the race or in the training. Um, I always try to keep it at a, oh, I guess, a, a nice heart rate, I would say. So that was never a problem, which is a good thing. Um, my knees hurt more than my heart, that's for sure. They're still hurting, and I'm still recovering. But this is nice to just take a break from the running um, and trying to heal my feet and my knees. Okay? So, yeah. And then um, I'll be able to get back into some F3 workouts, uh, which if you don't know what an F3 is, it's just um, a workout that's all over the United States and all over the world. It's a, just an organization of a group of men that come together uh, and work out. Uh, it's called F3 Nation. And you can actually go online and search it and then find a workout. And it's free. Um, yeah, what you'd want to do is just go to that website, search it, and then... Find a workout. You can just show up. And um, usually they're at like 5.30 in the morning or 6.30. But honestly, they're all different times. And just about meeting new new men and um, forming uh, new relationships. So hopefully you guys will do that. Uh, pretty awesome. If you are a girl listening to this, let me see if there's an F3 um, for girl oh, for women. So for the women, um, it looks like it's called um, FIA Nation. Um, so <clears throat> I don't know much about it, but it looks like it would be um, like the F3 for men, but it's the Kind of like the F3 for uh, women. So just workouts that are held for um, women. And only women would be there. Now, I have no idea about 
and transgender and all that stuff and who's allowed, who's not allowed and all that kind of stuff. Which confuses me because I got, I was raised in the 90s, right? So, but, um, yeah, if you are a woman, those workouts looks like, um, will be great as well. Uh, and usually the workouts are just in a parking lot or something and you just, you go running or you do like, push-ups or sit-ups or whatever whatever is going on right um so they're about 30 30 minutes to 45 minutes you know nothing too hard and it's you know people are not going to judge you what you look like or something like that you know so don't be too afraid to go you know just regular people working out and just making new friends so yeah, once again, F3 Nation is for the men, and FIA Nation is for the women. So, hopefully, um, you check that out and uh, try to go to a workout. See if that can help you prolong your, your fitness goals. Okay. And let's see. I think I've talked about everything. Um, just wanted to thank you all for listening and tuning in. And I wish I could have had better results for you. <laughs> I wanted better results for myself. That's for sure. Um, I definitely felt really bad about um, finishing in 18 hours. Four hours off the mark that I was trying to to run. But um, I guess that gives me a better goal. Hopefully I can, I can beat my time. Right? I think anybody can beat that time. So... Yeah, we'll get a better time in season three and we'll do less training and hopefully I have no injuries and um, that would be great as well. And I'm thinking to do um, a race closer to um, September or October. That way it's a little bit warmer because you know me, I don't really like the cold, right? So... Um, yeah, I think that would be better now. There's a lot of people that like the cold weather when they're racing. Because um, they don't like the, the heat because they get dehydrated or they get cramps, right? So, but, um, I guess a little opposite there. Alright, well, this is a wrap. Um, thanks for tuning in and I hope uh, you guys have better results than I did okay and I hope you can get something out of this podcast hopefully I said something that that can help you out okay all right thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next season